Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Bitch Pigeons podcast. I am here with a smaller panel today. It's just me, Kevin, Nick. Um, we're gonna, the Leafs just played outdoor in Hamilton, Ontario, which is as depressing as it sounds. <laughs> they <laughs> they lost 5-2 to the Buffalo Sabres, which is as depressing as it sounds. Um, man, just the, the same old story again from the Maple Leafs. I mean, realistically, like played a pretty solid game for the most part. The conditions in the first period were pretty brutal. The ice looked pretty meh. But they grew into the game and they got a couple goals. But man, they Peter Morazic is just what do we what do we say about Morazic at this point? He is so bad. Like watching him, it's fucking comical at this point, quite frankly. Because like half the time, I don't know where the fuck he's going. The which was funny because Keith, we'll we'll talk about Keith's post-game comments in a second, but he alluded when he started talking because obviously the reporters were going to ask about Mrazek's play and how bad it's been. And he said he looked pretty good through two periods, but like shall that I'm going to have to respectfully disagree, man. In the first, he was all over the place. Like, I don't know what it is when he shifts side to side. He just does like he not mi- know. Like when he's going post to post, it almost looks like he like fucking misses digging in at the post. He doesn't know where the net is. Yeah, like it was the I think it was the first chance Buffalo got in the game. It was like a, a shot on, and also the rebound control is just abysmal. Like mm. rebound control into the slot, and then he I think they got a second chance from like the right circle, and he slides over to make the save, and then just just keeps going, and then he like gets up <laughs> and turns around and dives back to scramble back in the net, and it's like Peter, like <laughs> where are you going? You're an NHL level goalie. Like, how do you not understand how to, like, how to, you know, control a rebound and know where your posts are? Man? But like, like, what? Like I was t- saying when we were fucking watching the game, it's like, like, does, does he know how to use his glove? Holy no. fuck! I don't. No. Well, I did twice, and then that was about it. Okay, that but was, he flubbed it. But just, just quickly, like on the on the fucking crazy save, like I. I the the replay looked like it was going high. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. The, but. So that one's funny because the shot is like he's he's got his glove in a good position where the shot's kind of in and around the area. And like he didn't need to like flash the leather, but I think he just forgot what making a save felt like. <laughs> so he grabbed it and just put so much mustard on it, like flung his hand <laughs> in the air. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. I tweeted. I was like, that is the save that turns Mrazic season around. And then he lets in arguably the worst fucking goal I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, I watched Ves- I watched Vesa Toskala play hockey. Like, it was... I, I watched Dan Boyle shoot a puck along his own glo- goal line and score on himself, so... Guys, this is arguably the worst goal ever. It's fucking... Who was it? Was it uh, Hinnestroza? The yeah. third goal. And it was a, yeah, he I comes, think he had two and three. Yeah. He comes behind the net and just he's a right-handed shot coming around the, the left-hand side of the net. So the, the, the net is to his left. He's a right-handed shot. And he just flings it near post and it just squeaks through. And like there's that one. There's fucking Brody kicking it into his own net. There's Nylander just 
straight up giving the puck away. Marner gives the puck away. And it's like every mistake these guys make is highlighted because all of them are ending up in the net. All of yeah, them. Like, like, that's the big problem. Well, that's the problem I have with people blaming the Leafs defense for not being good enough or the forwards for not being good enough. It's like teams make mistakes. There's defensive breakdowns every game. There's turnovers and yeah, that's how goals shit every game. Thing is, most goalies save those. Ours yeah. don't. So the thing is, the goalie is a part of your team. When when are we going to stop acting like the skaters and the goalie are two separate things? Like the goalie has just as much a job as everybody else does. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when the, when a defender turns a puck over, okay, shit, you, maybe you shouldn't do that, but like it's going to happen. Yeah. What you can't be doing is giving away goals from the goal line every game. <laughs> like you just can't do that because like your job is to save the puck. Yeah. You're not going to save every puck, but you should save the ones that you should save. Yeah, you, you need to save the cookies. Like it's just blueberry muffins getting thrown at them and they're just finding a way. And like, <laughs> okay, I get it. The leaves are soft in front of their own net. So like they're having trouble clearing guys out. But I thought they did a good job of that today. They've been they've been looking better in that aspect since the Columbus game. Especially with, uh, I feel like a lot of people are taking on, uh, are noticing Labouche can do it, and then they're doing it. Yeah, because all you need is one guy to do it, and then it's like, oh shit, you can you can do that. You can yeah, like Labouche can was doing that against Columbus, and then you had a uh, Dermot like doing the exact same thing. It's like, oh, that's nice to see. I thought Dermot should have played today. I don't know why he didn't get. I, like, look, I like Liljegren. I do. The role they're playing him in, he's not good. He's not good enough yet to do that. He's not a top four right hand D, let alone top pair. Like you, he's not that guy yet. And we're just shoving him into this role because, like, I get it. Muzzin's out, and like Dermot is in and out, and Hall was out for a bit with like a weird nosebleed that kind of just happened randomly. <laughs> and like a little coke nose <laughs> yeah like what happened there someone told me you got to stick to the face but i was like i didn't see a replay at all like no neither do the rafts and that's another story oh mm. holy fuck yeah we'll get into that jesus oh uh, we will be getting into the rafts. We, we might we might catch a fine for that jesus fuck that's that's okay what's, what's 25 grand right talk to your grandma uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like Jesus, that fucking that third goal. What? And it was just fuck. You could see how much of a backbreaker it was because, like, yeah, I thought I thought the Leafs were the better team. Well, like obviously, like the Leafs were the better team for the most of the game, and like Matthews got the was it the two two goal? Yeah, or the two one goal? And no, he got the two two goal. Right, they tied it up. Who got the first one? Uh, Kasha, 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 right. He's been great on that line too, Kasha. Yeah, he, he like he's seemingly slowed down a bit because he was on a bit of a tear. Him and Comf were on kind of a tear there for a while. Yeah, where Kasha's they looked like hurt. incredible. Oh yeah, Kasha. And he was he, sick, wasn't he? Yeah, he got sick yeah. and then got back and then got hurt and then got sick again. Then got hurt again. Then got hurt again. <laughs> but yeah, he's great. He's such a like plug and play kind of guy, and that's yeah. exactly the kind of guy that they need. But, but yeah, he's kind of seemingly slowed down, but I mean like I don't know. I think he's still effective, especially in the oh, neutral yeah. zone. Easily, like he, yeah, he's he's looked great. But like uh, that's the, that's the thing. The depth is probably outside of Matthews and Marner looking pretty good this year. 
like the depth has looked terrific. It's been I the think. best we've had. He, this is the problem, right? Like Dubis once again addressed every need this team had in the offseason. Yeah. Oh, we lost Hyman. Get bunting at two years at 900K. Thanks for coming. He's probably gonna win. <laughs> he's probably gonna be second in Calder voting this year. Uh you lost a bunch of your depth guys like you know, Felino walked and Thornton walked and all these guys. You know, you go out and sign Kasha and Kampf and Richie and Marazic. <laughs> like <laughs> no, it's funny though, because Dubas absolutely nailed the value signings to a T like perfectly. Perfect. It was the high there was the high muddy ones that didn't work out. Well, every single time they do something like that, it just blows like Dubas addresses and needs, and then like some of them just always blow up in his face spectacularly every single time. I don't yeah, get because it. we like we like to talk shit about the Felino trade, but at the time it addressed the number one need for the it team. made sense leadership, depth scoring, grit, penalty killer, all that, right? Yeah, and then they oh, got we'll, him we'll dunk on it forever, but it it made sense. It made sense at the time. At the time. Yep. Exactly. And then, then his back you know, cracked in half like a glow his, stick. Yeah, <laughs> his, his spine exploded. Like, I just, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, and this is, so Kyle Dubas has made this team. This is his team now. And like on paper and even performance wise, this is the best Leafs team we've probably ever seen. Yeah. In our lifetime. Yeah. Easily. Like, okay. The 93 team. Sure. But like, like, Performance-wise, these guys are the best team we've seen in our lifetime. They can't get a fucking save from either of them. And this is what pisses me off. So Campbell was having a rough time, and even I was like, okay, something's wrong. Because, like, no goalie falls off a cliff like that. No. No one. Like, he was making – guys, he was like a 940 goalie for, like, two months. And then – He's been, like, an 885 since. He's been like the second worst save percentage in the league. And it's like, and that's only to Morazic. No, <laughs> no, no, it's but... Jonathan Quick because he... <laughs> yeah. it's that's, like, that's the only thing Campbell that's going to Mar- prevent them from going anywhere, too. Yeah. Just for the record. Because that uh, Kings it, team is kind of fucking sick. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, What was my point there that I was getting at? Okay. No. It was uh Campbell. So no goalie falls off a cliff like that. Not one. I've never seen it happen before. And then news comes out. What was it? A week ago? Yeah. Not even a couple days ago. That he's hurt. That can't before that, the Arizona game. That Jack Campbell has a rib injury. And I go, oh, okay, there it is. He yeah. was playing hurt. And then just to just to put the cherry on top, Morgan Riley comes out and says, yeah, I'm not going to blame Morgs because like, what's he going to do? But he said, yeah, he told me that he's been dealing with something for a while. I think that was the day that they announced his injury. He told Morgan Riley that he was hurting. And then Keith came out and said he hurt himself in the Minnesota game in December when Felino ran him over. That was like December 5th. So like exactly when he started to fall off a cliff. Yeah, because his November was the best month I've ever seen from a goalie ever. He had like we had like nine fifty goaltending in November. Like, yeah, that's fucking and that's fucking insane. Dude, they lost one ridiculous. game that month. They literally won every game. Oh yeah, didn't they go like thirteen and one or something stupid? Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, they, one of yeah. their losses was like a two nothing loss to Pittsburgh, I think, and that's after they won like seven in a row. And yeah, dude, I f- I forgot what it was like to lose. <laughs> they won yeah. every game and they dominated every game. And then, so 
Keith comes out and says he hurt himself on December 5th. How he played six games after that. And then, oh, yeah, he, he re aggravated it against Seattle. No fucking shit, man. He was fucking hurt the whole time. And this is the same shit they did with Freddie Anderson. And that's why he was never able to get back to the goalie that he was for the first three years. And like, it's only hindering their long term success. Yeah. When, when it comes to April, Hi, you need your goalie to be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't have him injured. And then, oh, okay, we'll just keep playing him. And, oh, he's got an 883, whatever. And, like, <laughs> like Nick, please, I, I don't – what are we doing here? It's, again, in that – like, there's two things I'm going to say here. Um, the first one is that it's kind of funny. Like, the last time we had two very reliable goaltenders, it was 27-18. And Balcock was such a stubborn asshole that he played Freddie in 66 games that year, despite McElhaney having a 934 save percentage. And then by the time <laughs> the playoffs came around, Anderson was cooked and he had an 896 against Boston. That was 60, the first point. That's sweet. 66 games, man. Like, who is he? Carrie Price? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? If, like, your putting in, if your backup's putting it up a 934, you don't need to play your starter in 66 games. Yeah, your starter can play 50 games. Like five uh, tops. <laughs> like you can almost go and even point. split at that point. And yeah. the second point is again, I don't know why this didn't happen once Babcock's coaching staff is all cleared out. But the only guy who's left from that Babcock coaching staff <laughs> era is Steve Breer. And honestly, <laughs> every single fucking goalie since he came, like, so you got. Bernier, who's again, he's a serviceable backup, whatever. You had Freddie, you had Jack, <laughs> and you're also seeing it with Mrazek. All serviceable, relatively. Breer touches them. They have month long stretches of looking like the Toskla. And at some point, it just stops being a coincidence. So yeah. maybe. Yeah, I wonder where the problem a better goal is here. Can't him fire him. He should have been fired. When Babcock was, but yeah, and let's let's be real. Like one or two guys is a coincidence. This is like the five guys. I was gonna it say was, like he's burned through five guys. Like Reimer, Bernier, fucking like I, Freddie Anderson, Anderson. Freddie. Yeah. Like, and it's just it gets to the point where it's like, guys, we can't keep doing this core. Oh my god, this core. Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews are legitimately, they legitimately have a case to be called the best duo in the National Hockey League. They are fucking insane good. Austin Matthews is the best goal scorer in the league, hands down, no debate. And like, arguably, he's the best player in the league. Like, he's that good. And yeah, ever ever since he like really turned his defensive game, uh, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with you. Guys, he's he's the complete. We've never had a player this good. No, I I don't care if like I got called an idiot on Twitter the other day because I said Matthews is by far the best Leaf to ever put on the jersey. Like, oh, what about Sittler? Blah blah blah. I was like, guys, like listen, the the league had six fucking teams when those guys played. I don't yeah. give a shit what they did. They were playing against <laughs> fucking cigarette smoking fucking degenerates, Austin, ripping Austin, darts on the bench. <laughs> yeah, Austin Matthews in a league where every athlete is at top fitness, dude. Connor McDavid can skate sixty kilometers an hour. Like, he is the best player in the league, hands down. There's no debate. 
right now. Sorry. Like McDavid's going to pick it up and you know, we all know how good McDavid is, but right now yeah. he's on a, he's on. But pace is he worth where, it? Like, is his contract worth it in the playoffs? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Edmonton fans are going to torch us. Guys, Edmonton fans good. stop. It's true. Um, Just barely. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't keep going on this trajectory where we have subpar goaltending and elite offense. And honestly, man, the defense this year has been really, really good. Despite, well, they've been good. D- despite like a couple stretches where they haven't looked very good. Like, listen, Muzzin's hurt. They're, they're going to get somebody else. I don't know who they're going to go for, but they're not done in the trade market yet. And like... I don't know if Nick wants to elaborate on that. But, like, the fact their special teams are still, like, as elite as they are, despite, like, the, pen- like the penalty kill still in the top 10, despite their goaltending, that's pretty – that's a pretty big indicator that, uh, yeah, it's not – It's not the lot, it's on the players. A lot of it's on the goal – a lot of it's on the goalie. Dude, that penalty kill is fucking – even today, man, they – Pretty sure the penalty kill is, like I – th- I think it's fifth. Their penalty kill is fifth or fourth, and their power play is first. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. And, like, that was another thing about the past teams, right? Our special teams in the playoffs fucking cratered. They sucked. Yeah. Especially last year. Mind play- you, like, the special teams was really bad last year, too. Yeah. Like, like, like the pa- in the regular season, playing against yeah. fucking the Plumbers yeah, over in Canada. They started, their power play started the first month, like, 40%. Like, they were automatic, but they always start. But, the, like, this is the most sustained success the special teams have ever seen. And that's such a good indicator that like, if they get goaltending, this team is different. And like, I, I genuinely feel like they can win at least a round at least, but man, they've got to figure out the fucking goaltending. And I don't know who they get. Do they go out and trade for fucking Holtby? Like, is that even a good fix until Campbell gets back and healthy? Like, honestly, I, I would think Holtby is a, honestly, Holtby, I would think is, Pending free, pending free agent. I mean, makes two mil. Two million. He's had a you really good bounce back up, season. Um, you wouldn't have to give up a lot to get him. No. And plus, the Stars have Ottinger and Kadobin anyway. So it's like, it's not like they're going to be hurting for goaltending because they went into the fucking season with Bishop trying to see if he could come back too. So, yeah. And like, I think we can shut down the Marc Andre Fleury rumors. And let's be real. Sorry, I Eric. don't want that guy. I don't want that guy anywhere near the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh my God. You want to talk about fucking playoff choker? Look no further. <laughs> like, I mean, it's one thing a... that uh, Vegas's offense fell flat against Montreal in the playoffs last year, but Jesus Christ, Flurry. Holy hell. And like, to be fair, <laughs> they, they win that series. If he doesn't, was it him that was that egregious <laughs> giveaway to tie the game with like a minute left when they were winning and then Montreal won an OT? I think that was the Josh Anderson, one of the one of like maybe like six games where Josh Anderson showed up and scored in the playoffs. Yeah, because like I remember he there was like a minute left in the game and he went behind the net to play the puck and just straight up gave it away. And they scored on an empty net and then Montreal won an OT. Yeah. Like that is fucking brutal. I mean, never mind the fact he's also 37 and makes like seven million dollars, but yeah, like that's just a I don't understand where people come up with these trade proposals. Like Mark Country Flurry is not gonna be a Maple Leaf. Let's just get that out of the air. Neither is Jacob Chickren because apparently he just got hurt, which is terrible news. Yeah, they're monitoring that, but it's like more of wait and see type thing. But uh 
maybe it makes Arizona be smart and not trade him because the smart thing is to keep him because he's 24 and very good. Mm, yeah, Buffalo. Hmm. <laughs> um, so low on the guy because he's fucking injured. Good idea. Yeah, refuse to get him the surgery and then say that he sucks. Good for you guys. Trash fucking fan base. Anyone that was booing Jack Eichel, like, literally fuck you. Like, I, I just want to throw that out there. Like, that guy, first of all, the team wasn't even happy to draft him since day one. And, like, he gave nothing but, like, dude, he was electric for them. Like, he was easily their best player. Is he a good leader? Yeah, probably not. But, like, you could work He was never getting paid to lead, though. Well, I mean, $10 million. Yeah. Yeah. He was but, the, but I mean, like, he was the third guy in the league to get a double digit contract, I think. Yep. It was, uh, he was Kane and then McDavid and then, uh, Eichel, I think. Yeah. Because Eichel was first and then McDavid. Or no, Kopitar had double digit and so did Doughty. I have no fucking idea. So know. did Kane and Taves. We said Kane and Taves doofus. Oh, I heard Kane. I didn't hear Taves. <laughs> um, Fuck you, asshole. And, sorry. Uh, yeah, I look. I love Jack Eichel. I think he's great. I think that chirp in the post game was fucking awesome. Incredible. Because let's be real, he was getting like they gave him a tribute. Good for them, I guess. It's the one good thing Buffalo the Sabers have done in the past fucking ten years, and he gets relentlessly booed. Like that's your captain. That was your franchise player. It's not his fault that he got hurt. And then he wanted a surgery that would benefit him long-term. And they say, "Mm, no, we'll just let you stay injured and let your neck deteriorate. Okay. Thanks. And then trade him for pennies. When I say pennies, when both the guys they traded for scored on the Leafs today, of course they did. (laughs) And like, you don't. I just don't understand. I okay. I get it, but I think at some point, when you chirp a guy and he chirps back, you're not allowed to get mad at him. Like they booed him the entire game, and then you know he clapped back. He was like, "Oh well, it, like it, it's such a good quote. Like if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. It's so good. <laughs> it it only took seven years of me leaving for them to get into the game." <laughs> Like, I love that so much. And then they all got butthurt. And dude, Buffalo fans just searched Jack Eichel on Twitter and just replied to every tweet. I had some guy in my mentions for three days. <laughs> the, the least fucking suck. I'm like, bro, you haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. What are you yelling at me for? Wasn't he in your mentions today? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, because they won. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. The, 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 the Sabres rebuild was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Tell me how that one's going. Yeah, that's why they're doing but, it again. It's the third time now. But um, yeah, back to the original point. I I don't know who the least go for. Hopey's a good shout, but like I also don't want them to spend assets on a goalie when we really need a right hand shot defenseman. I think I still feel like they can do both. Um, I wouldn't mind Anton Forsberg. Yeah, he's a cheaper option too, and he's he makes nine hundred k career year. He has his best games of the season this year. Coincidentally, have been against Tampa and Florida, which that's nice because nice. It's kind of those, those, those are kind of going to be teams you have to go through. Yeah, and because they haven't played Florida yet, and they play Tampa two more times. Going to be uh, big indicators of what's going to happen. 
And then Varlamov would be decent. I mean, if not sure if the Islanders would eat salary, but uh, his playoff record the past two years is very strong. Yep. And he's also expiring. And I, I think at this point, like, you need a guy that's going to push Campbell because I think Campbell's going to come back and get kind of to where he's usually been, 9-10, kind of range, right? Like, I don't think he's going to be a 9 For a 9 goalie. Is he? Yeah. Holy like, fuck. Like, oh, if you great. look at his career, like, I'm going to look up his career numbers right now, and they're pretty remarkably consistent. Nice. That's good. Hockeyreference.com. Let's see. Okay. So his career save percentage four years in LA is 918. And then Toronto is 916. That's great. We love that. Yeah, that's all they need right now. <laughs> Literally. Um so yeah, what this is the thing, like. I think Campbell's going to come back and be fine. I'm praying Campbell's going to come back and be fine. But I think they need a guy to push him for the starter job just to get the best out of him, right? And Mrazek... He's not that guy. He's just not going to do it, guys. Like, And it's going to suck when they have to buy him out in the summer because they're going to have to buy him out in the summer. There's no way they're keeping this guy for another two seasons. Like, yeah, no. Either they're There's going no to way. trade him they're going to trade him and they have to attach an asset like Ella Ritchie or they're buying him out, which his buyout's not that bad. What's his buyout? It just sucks because he just... It's, he makes 3.8, but obviously you're not going to have that 3.8 against the salary cap. Let me find it. Let's go. Probably be like a million bucks. Let me go to Peter Mrazek's contract. Bio current contract. Please, God. Um, Just press the button, guys. Press the button. <laughs> so basically his buyout. No, oh, um, so basically it would be one point. So basically the cap hits for his buyout. So you would for next season, it would be 1.0 one, just over a million for 22, 23, whatever. 830, 133,000 in 23, 24. Uh, 1.43 million from 2024 to 2026. Okay. So, like, I mean, the cap's going up at least by a million per year. So, that's not terrible. But, I mean, if you can ideally, if you can trade him to a team because everyone needs a goalie and teams, and like a t- maybe attach like a pick or like a level lower level prospect to that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would be nice to not have to buy him out, but like I'm also not opposed to it because let's be real. Like this has gone horribly wrong. Like you cannot have this guy in your roster next year. I mean, it's no different. I mean, it's no different than fucking paying Castle $1.2 million for like the last like, six and a half years to go win two Stanley Cups. Yeah. I think, yeah. Must be nice. Wonder what that feels like. Oh my god, dude. The bar is so low for us. Like, just win a round. That's literally all we're asking, and then we'll shut up. Like, say like, if you fucking win, like, even if they lose like in game seven OT in round two, it's like, okay, you at least you made it this far for once. Like, give me a break. Now we can compare ourselves to the avalanche. Seriously. <laughs> like, fuck. About time. Leafs. 
And then the fucking media could call us cup contenders every year, despite not getting past round two. Oh, they've already been doing that. We can't get past round one. <sighs> um, so I think we've established the main problem on the Leafs, which is goaltending. Do we want to talk about another problem that I'm starting to have with the Leafs? Their lines changing or their oh my cross? god, dude. Yeah, when did Babcock get back on the bench? Guys, Sheldon Keefe is starting to irritate me. Like a lot. It's getting really, really frustrating. And like, I, I understand most of the things that he's doing. I know that he can't come out and say that Morazic is shit, but you can tell he's thinking it though. That's the thing. I know, but it's like, okay. So in the Arizona game, when Peter Morazic let in literally every shot they threw at him and they pulled him for a 25 year old, like rookie who, He's played pro hockey for a while. I don't like that people think that he's just some guy we pulled off the street. Yeah, he won the championship last year in the Swedish Elite League. Yeah, like he's a good goalie. He's a good young goalie, which is nice because he's in the Leafs system. That's good. Um, He comes in and man, he looked fucking great. Rebound control, just swallowing pucks, like no crazy rebounds, no fucking shit goals went in. And like, the only thing he let in was the two-on-one that should have been called off because the refs don't know how to do their fucking job. We'll get to that later. And, like, he, he looked great. And so everyone comes out of that game, and the entire consensus from Leafs fans is, okay, that kid is getting the start in the outdoor game. I know it's drastic, but, guys, you're not winning games with Morazic in net. You haven't no. done it in a month. So, like, I don't think it was that drastic of a call. And then he comes out on Saturday and says Morazic is starting. Sheldon, why? I I understand the thought process. I can't just sewer him and put in a 25-year-old rookie. What you also can't do is keep fucking losing games. Because guess what? Boston's right behind you now. We had like an eight-point cushion on them. They're right behind you now. Yeah, Boston. Yeah, Boston's doing their usual Boston where it's like, okay, they kind of have a little bit of a lull to start the season. And then by like the midway point, they kind of they know what to win. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're winning fucking eight of every ten games, and it's like, holy fuck, you guys! Like, because that franchise knows how to win, guys. That's what happens when you establish a winning culture. It doesn't matter who's on the roster; you find ways to win. They also know how to develop a goalie because Swayman is absolutely unbelievable. So he's so far. great. And like, so- well, he, he'd be in Vesna conversation if fucking Sturkin wasn't. He probably ripping be in the conversation the- if he didn't. If there wasn't the point where they started off the year kind of slow and then they fucking signed Rask and then they had to send him down for Rask to yeah. have this little I forgot they had sent him down. Yeah, and, and then, then Rask they, was shit and then retired. Because yeah. they signed Olmark, right? Yeah, Olmark. Said. Yeah, Olmark's been good for them too. Oh, yeah, didn't he get a 5x5? Five five? No, yeah. yeah. Oof. He's been pretty good for them. Yeah, I just I hate giving goalies fucking like 5x5s. Five five Three years. Yeah, wait for, wait for Campbell's contract. Um. So this is like, it's gotten to the point now where you can't experiment anymore. You have to win games because guys, you don't want to be a wild card team. Not, not in this conference. Like would they even play if they were in a wild card spot? Whoever wins the Atlantic, which I'm assuming would be Tampa at this point. Yeah. Either way they're due to the format, they're going to be facing a very talented team. Yeah. So isn't it, the first wild card plays the 
the second place team in the conference, and then the second wild card plays the first place team in the conference. Let me check. Because I would assume it's it's the two division winners, and whoever has the most points plays the second wild card. And the, okay, so the current and I okay, so I found the current. Let's see what the current matchup show. Yeah, we'd be playing Tampa right now. Oof. Great, that's fun. Well, you're gonna have to play them eventually. But yeah, I mean they do. Not. Yeah, but like let's get out of the first round first. So yeah, Boston, thing, Florida, right? and it would be Boston, Florida, and then Tampa Bay, Toronto. Yeah. So this is the thing, right? Before we had such a big cushion that okay, you can experiment with Kasha on the first line and demoting Willie for the fourth time this year and putting in Mrazic and Campbell. You can't do that anymore. You you have to win games because if you fall to a wild card spot, you're fucked. Like you need home ice advantage, man. Like we've had too good of a season to not get home ice. Yeah, their record at, at least, home is quite good as well. They're like 27 and two at home. So it's a- yeah, they've been great at home. You you yeah. need every advantage you can get because guys, let's fucking face it. The like the first round is a fucking hurdle for these guys. And my thinking is if they can get past it, finally. If they can finally win a round, they're going to go all the way. Like, you just need a sniff of what you can do. And they're like, oh, shit, we can win a round and we've finally done it. All right, cool. Florida, fuck them. Let's, like, you don't have the cushion anymore to experiment. You have to win. So I'm sorry. Calgren's going in next game. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Because he's going to give them the best chance to win. Morassic's not going to give them a chance to win. Especially against Dallas, too. Dallas has been hot lately. I don't want to... I don't care who they play. I fucking love Joe Pavelski, man. I'm so happy he got an extension. He took a pay cut to stay there, too, man. What did he get, like, five and a half? Something like that. I think it's, like, five flat. He's fucking 40. He's He's 37? Seven. Yeah. He's he's not that old. I thought he was 40. No, he's 37. Still. Unbelievable for them, man. He's been so good. I love Pavelski. Um, anyways, yeah, like I, I don't care what team they play, guys. He just shit the bed to Buffalo, Arizona, Seattle. Like this stretch of six games, they were playing some of the worst teams in the league. And I said it last pod: if they don't go at least four and two in this stretch, they're cooked. And they went, I don't know, two, three, and two. That's, That's seven, fucking, Michael. Whatever, two, three, and one. <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it. They're I mean, dog shit, man. They can't get a save. So I'm sorry. Shalgren's going in net. If he doesn't, Keith is a fucking problem. I don't care how it looks optically. I don't care. You need to win fucking games. Like the, the it's it's after one performance from Calgren, it's at the point that I would seriously consider leaving Mrazic off the playoff roster. I mean, like. Let's be real. Whoever the backup goalie is isn't going to play. Yeah. No, it's, it has to be Campbell. Yeah. And he's going to come back and I think he's going to be fine. He needed actual rest. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to be gone longer than two weeks, though. Definitely. I think it's a month. Yeah. Um, Which, like, if you can if you can scrape by and play, like, 650 hockey in that stretch, I'm, the, the I'm thing pretty is, happy. You, you've got to give Shalgren a, a shot. Is it Shalgren or Calgren? Calgren. No, it's Shalgren. Yeah. I thought, it was a K. The, the K has the accent over it or whatever. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like the Swedish sh. 
Um, you need to give them a, a, a start. See what you've got so like, in them. It's it's Swedish. It's Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> you you need to give him a shot. You got to see what you've got in the kid. If he looks good, fuck it. Run, ride him until he's not good. And then, yeah. I don't know. You got to trade for a goalie at that point. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's the point of that? Because he looked bad early. Keep him the fuck away from this team as long as you can. Uh, Ian Scott like, coming in hot. Oh, you've got to see. Stop that. <laughs> Ian Scott. Oh, don't even, again. Do you want to see can something that's let... up? You, you want to see something upsetting about Ian Scott? No. I've seen so many things that are upsetting about Ian Scott. Well, aside from the fact he's just like injured like 99.9% of the time. Yeah, the poor guy can't catch a break injury-wise. Uh, where is he? So he was a okay. Was a fourth round pick in 2017. Another wonderful draft for the Leafs. Just kidding, it wasn't. Um Let's go to the fourth round. Let's see who they picked. So let's not do this. Pick 110 for the Toronto Maple Leafs, Ian Scott. Okay. Pick 111 for the Boston Bruins. Is it Swayman? Yeah. (laughs) How did I know? (laughs) And look, let's be real. Like, going back on drafts is like, very it's revisionist history to a T, but yeah, because come on, <laughs> the Leafs do it so often, man. <laughs> that's why I'm only every time you look back. That's why I'm mentioning like, it. It's fucking hilarious because they do this all the time, <laughs> all the time. And it's like you go back and you be like, oh, this is like a promising prospect back in the day. Who could they have drafted instead? Sidney Crosby. Like it's like fucking the craziest fucking people on earth. It's like uh, what was that draft that we could have had? Ricard Raquel. But we picked. Uh, it was Biggs. It was uh, Gibbs, John Gibson, and Raquel over. Uh, they picked uh, Biggs, Biggs and Percy over those two. Oh! <laughs> and, like again, like Course Cobble. Mark Hunter is the biggest boner right now. Oh my god! Yo, uh, low key, John Gibson would be fucking awesome in a Leafs jersey. Yeah, but they'd have to give yeah. up literally the entire team. <laughs> is, isn't he only like 28 yeah he's not old god damn it man i mean that's 2011 so that's a year before riley's that's so annoying <laughs> um okay can i read you some sheldon queef i just said sheldon queef <laughs> <laughs> can i read you some some sheldon keef Sh- quotes that, from sheldon that queef tongue, that is a tongue twister holy sheldon keef quotes yeah let's go uh okay let me go back here okay first off this is a peter morazic quote uh morazic this is from david alter morazic on how he feels after this doesn't feel good when you lose the game fuck you i um no no shit sherlock when you like i'm sorry (laughs) when you give up that fucking third goal like fucking out the window if you lose on if that's your the game winner, like that's on you, man. Sorry, that's fucking the, on you. The third and fourth goals are arguably just you can't give those up, dude. Uh, do you want to hear what every Sheldon game? Keith? That's the problem. It's every game, man. That's like if you if you have a bad game, okay, that's fine. Oh. It's every two days. 
Okay. Right. Nick looked up. So the NHL player safety account just tweeted Toronto. Oh, no. Toronto's Austin Matthews will have a hearing tomorrow for cross-checking Buffalo's Rasmus Dahlin. In person? Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Nope. He's getting suspended, guys. There's no history though, and he only he has ten penalty minutes on the year. Like he's. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You guys are forgetting the one common denominator when he's it comes a leaf. to Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. He wears a jersey with a fucking Maple Leaf on it. If he's not getting the calls, guys, he's getting suspended. Like, let's be real. We're, we got to go three games without the best goal scorer and best player in the league. We are fucked. What do you do with that lineup? No, if he gets anything, it'll be, it's a fine or a game. He's not getting multiple. Oh, he's getting multiple. Kevin, I'll no. come back here next show when he gets a three-game suspension, and I will expect $20 from you. And yet, fucking Marcus Foligno got a, only a 5K fine for attempting to injure Voracek. Is he a repeat offender, too? Yeah. 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 Good league, by the way. Love the NHL, man. I love how consistent they are in uh, everything. Safety. Um, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Fuck the Keith quotes. I don't give a shit. That guy's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> this, this was the Keith quote, by the way. Uh, Keith Amorazic. I thought he was good. It's a tough environment to play in. You're in the fucking NHL, man. Every environment yeah. is a tough environment to play in. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like shut all the way up. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, anyways, enough on that fucking idiot. Um, this is why Matthews should win the heart because you're gonna see in these three games that he's gone that this team would be utter dog shit without him. And I know that I literally like two episodes ago said that the Leafs are still a playoff team without Matthews, bro. Just watch how the Leafs play without Matthews. Yeah, and they certainly uh, this, weren't good with the, with him missing the first three games. Although they won the first one, but still not yeah, good. This this guy is integral to this roster. Without him, you're good, you're fine. But with him, you are arguably one of the best teams in the league. They haven't shown it lately, mainly because they can't get a fucking save. But they they're one of the best teams in the league, and we've got to stop. No, actually, yeah, we should still get mad at them. Because it's it's always to the worst teams, man. Yeah, it's it's fucking Buffalo and it's Arizona and it's Seattle. Um. So, what do we do now that we know Matthews has a hearing? Um. Well, they would definitely like the lineup. I guess. I mean, with the lineup, you I guess, got Tavares on the first line for sure, and then you bump so Ker- Kerfoot up back up the second line center. Oh, can we talk about Kerfoot? <clears throat> he's got to go. He's got to be gone, right? I mean, if they get, I mean, if any significant upgrade for top six, six forward happens, he's yeah, he's gone, guys. He's he's playing on the fourth line, <laughs> and like not like, looking great. Honestly, I mean, he hasn't looked terrible, but no, but he hasn't been. He's not he like look... Wayne Simmons, unnoticeable. But does he look like he makes three and a half million dollars though? No. When he's that far down the down the lineup, no. But is that why is he there? Like, just because he was probably I don't know. It's I feel like it's more because like 
Honestly, if you I looked at the numbers with uh, Tavares, Nylander, and Kerfoot, and I looked at their numbers away and with Kerfoot, and yeah, Kerfoot's a drag on that line, man. He is. Yeah. And like the whole point. And then it's like the third line, they, they're they never going to split up because that line's just like, okay, perfect. So alone. So good. So that's why he was on the fourth because, again, he's not having the first line you're not touching either. It's just the second and the fourth. It's just like. But you can't. And like, just speaking of the second line, like, is it just me or is Nylander looked like he didn't look good today? He looked. I thought he looked okay. Outside he of him. Good. Outside of him fumbling on the puck and having the linesman also get in the way. That was the worst fucking decision that guy's ever made. Do you remember when he tried to like in fucking, it was game seven, 2018. It was the year that he had the contract hold out. And then he tried to like do a toe drag in front of his own net. And then (laughs) Boston just stole it and scored. (laughs) And like, like, Oh my God. I remember that too. Cause I was trying to pump him up so bad. And then he did that. And I literally, I dude, I was screaming at my TV for 15 minutes. The game was, was long. Fuck! And I was like, fucking get the fuck off my hockey team. You stupid fuck. Like, <laughs> uh, dude, that, that decision from him today was fucking egregious. Terrible. The, the puck's going out. I understand you're trying to keep it in. Bro, just go backwards. You're, you're going to trip trying to keep the puck in. It's already out. Just go backwards. What are you doing? He trips and then the linesman gets in the way because of course they do, because what are they there for? And like, oh my God. No, but the fact that he also, I mean, the fact that they also like had a timeout, they talked strategy and they had no one at the point there in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's comical. And like, guys, the light, the, the bench miners are back. Like we're getting called for too many men on the ice again. They have like Like, 11 this year. Guys, like, call like the league and bench miners. You're an oh. NHL hockey team. How yeah, like let's getting let's calls tighten up these men? line changes, guys. Like they did this under oh. Babcock too. So what's the what's the problem here? Oh my god! But the Babcock one was bad. Like it was literally every game you could expect one. <laughs> like every yeah. game. It's just it's the same habits creeping back in, man. And I fucking hate it because this team is so much better than the Babcock teams. But yeah, like those Babcock teams are terrible. <laughs> Oh my god, they were so bad. Like looking back on the lineups now, dude. Like uh, Hobson was tweeting me that fucking lineup every day for like a week. Of course, of the, was. the 2018 game seven, dude. Look at the defense pairings on that team. Oh my good god! Like my brother in Christ. Like who picked, <laughs> these, who picked these defense pairings? Riley fucking Hainsy, <laughs> and then. Dude, their second pair was Gardner Zaitsev. Gardner Zaitsev. Oh, God. Gardner Zaitsev. That was a pairing. They played together. (laughs) And then the bottom pair was like Dermot Polak. Or no, Polak was dead. Uh, Dermot fucking... I don't even remember. It was... No, CC was the year after. Oh, fucking... Cody season. That was R- Riley Hainsey, Muzzin, Zaitsev, and Gardner Dermot, I think. Was it Muzzin, Zaitsev, 2018? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, because we got him with Babcock, and then he complained that he didn't shoot right. <laughs> Fucking hell. But, like, that's... what was it, last year? Was that the first year that Riley actually finally had 
a top line. That 2020, 2020 yeah, 2020-21 was uh, Brody's first year as the Leaf. Yeah. So the first time he actually had a real line mate to work with. Yeah, I mean, and, before that, it was CeCe and fucking Barry, which... And fucking Ron Hainsey. Oh, God. Marty Marinchin. You know what's fucked? Dude, the Leafs were up 3-2 in 2019 with that actual dog shit of a team. They were up 3-2 and probably should have won that series. Anyways, we're... I don't know why we always go back to that. It fucking makes me sad. Um, it feels like yesterday when it was like... Three years ago? Th- three pl- uh, series deciding games ago? It was 2019? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think just to wrap it up here, uh, Shogren has to get the next start for the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Without a question. But if Keith starts Mrazic again, I just don't know where we go from here. Like, they're, they're not winning games with him in net. They just can't do it. They can't keep doing this. No. Well, I, I mean, fuck, like, I'm sorry. Like, look. There's games that teams outscore their problems, but like, man, when they are giving up fluff, like, fuck me, those are deflating. And yeah. like, guys are like, nah, fuck it. Like, I mean, I get it. You're a professional athlete. You can't be, you can't just say fuck it, but it's like, guys, you need a save once in a while. And I mean, look, I've got a little more sympathy for Campbell now, but like, I'm still kind of pissed that. He played with that injury for three months. Like, guys. It's it's, it's despicable, man. You, you cannot keep doing this. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Uh, so we'll hope that he comes back. I think he's going to be gone longer than two weeks. I think we said that. Yeah, I think, um, he's, I think he's gone a month. The, um, I guess we'll wait to hear from Department of Player Safety what happens with Matthews. I swear to God, if he gets anything more than the fine, this league is well. I mean, this league's a fucking joke. But honestly, like he should be like any normal person would give him like a five, a fine. But uh, the league's stupid, and George Paris is an idiot with concussion issues. So, and there's literally no consistency, <laughs> zero, absolutely none. Oh, do we want to talk about how absolutely asinine the refs are in this league, or do we want to save that for another day? Another day. Okay. This is pretty it's, Leaf-centric, it's a, and I'm, I'm fine sticking with that. Yeah, very long discussion. Russ fucking suck. They yeah. are absolutely... Honestly, man, uh, Steve Dagle gets mad at a lot of things, but he made a really good point. Dude, make them have press conferences after the game. Oh, yeah, they, they should absolutely have to answer for it. They need to answer some questions, man, because they, there's no accountability. Like, yeah. none. But they like fucking good decided, luck ever getting the fucking ref. Isn't there? They decided Matthews, aren't they? Something like that, probably. They decided know, like, that Arizona sure. game. Like it decided that Arizona game single handedly just Hear me out. held him back and uh, got his way. I kind of feel like they decided today's game too. Um, like fucking come on, Matthews can't draw a call, and when he finally draws a call, he ends up in the box too. Justifiably, he cross checked a guy in the face. Look. That's a penalty, but like, fuck, man. But the, the and like, problem... t- was it Tavares that got tripped, or no, Bunting that got tripped up cro- coming across? They waited. The slot. A, 
they waited a long time to call that one too. Yeah. Tavar- like, Tavares got hauled down. This is the thing, right? Like, so this is my point on the Matthews, the the reason that he's gonna probably oh, get suspended. If you call the first cross check, the rest of them don't happen. Yeah. Because let's face it, that first cross check from Darlene is a penalty. Yeah. You can't do that. And then so Matthews doesn't get a call again, by the way, because hey, guess what? The best player in the league right now has drawn six penalties all year. That's it. Yeah. You're kidding me? A guy that has 45 fucking goals in like 58 games hasn't drawn a call? What fucking sense does that make? So when the guy gets fucking fed up, and this is a carryover from last game, where, hi, he got held by Chikrin, and then the linesman got in his fucking way, and then Chikrin scored the game winner in overtime, and he fucking screamed at the ref. And that's why I think he's getting suspended, by the way, because he screamed at the ref last game, and now he's getting he gave him shit again today. Yeah, I think it's I think it was basically a culmination, just boiling over. Like honestly, like if I was Matthews, I'd be fucking pissed. He can't oh, yeah. get a call, and he's getting hauled down every game, guys. Like, look, I'm all for letting guys play, but they're straight up hauling him down. Illegally. Yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm sorry, you 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 have to you have to call penalties. Like, oh, you, really? You, the- it, it can't be fucking like a judgment call. Like clear cut penalties are clear cut penalties. Don't don't tell me that you were like, well, it was kind of like no, by the book. I want you calling penalties. It's guys, look, there was one penalty called in that Arizona game, and it was a fucking failed challenge. So it wasn't even a penalty, it, or it wasn't even a call. It was just a penalty because they failed the challenge. That's it. Yeah. You're telling me 60 minutes in the NHL went by and not one person took a penalty. Nope, not Arizona, one. N- notoriously clean hockey team. But like, there's, just in in logical sense, how do you play a 60-minute hockey game and not have a single penalty? Not one. Yeah. That's literally the showing up to your job and not doing anything. Yeah, you just yeah. walk around and look like you're doing something the and then you just clock out and go home. Like the only but thing, like, like guys, like fucking, there is interference in every single hockey game. Every you time. can find an interference call. Yeah, you can. Every you shift. can find a hook. There, there is, is one. one. So oh. this is the the main thing I have with the Leafs too. So they've built this entire team on puck possession because hey, guess what? If you have the puck the whole time, eventually the other team's going to take a penalty and you're going to score in the power play. Because hey, guess what? You're first in the league in the power play. <laughs> uh, what they didn't account for. Was the referees not calling penalties on you ever? <laughs> like literally never. How are they a top five team in the league and bottom five in penalties drawn? How how is that possible? Yeah. What? But that's outscoring another problem too, right? In that you aren't like, can you imagine like that there there is a percentage number that I can't give you of goals, additional goals they would have had they drawn the penalties to go along with it right like yeah uh, uh, yeah i, I couldn't sense. i couldn't give you a, a an accurate number i have no fucking idea i don't know where you'd even find that stat but or if it would exist but yeah so it just doesn't make any sense and like that's the one reason i think the Leafs are fucked man because if they can't get a call in the regular season guys good luck in the playoffs like you, you like think you aren't getting one away now you are not getting one in the playoffs so yeah. on that note, 
we will wait to see what happens with Matthews. Uh, uh, my guess is it's three games. Uh, Nick, do you want to? Do you want to? Also, it's funny that the that, that uh, TJ Luxmore guy that was again one of the officials today in whatever this bullshit game was was the same referee that Atlantis God called out this week. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's and I love like that. It's like he's consistently bad at his job or something. Weird. I'm a big Landeskog fan. Like, closet, but I'm a big, big fan. Yeah, such a closet that you're mentioning it on the podcast right now, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very hidden fan. Yeah. Very. Uh, I love Gabriel Landeskog. I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, I also like him because he called out the ref for being a fucking moron, yep. which is also great. Did he catch a fine? No. Uh, yeah. Did he? Did he not? No, I, I haven't he heard anything about it. He just has to sit the rest of at least the regular season because he has to fucking get knee surgery. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's so probably kind right. of that's his fine. <laughs> but all right. Well, um, I think we'll probably be back before the deadline. That's eight days away now. We'll come um, back to talk about the, the suspension. Yeah. What well, that. I think we can probably throw that all together in one. Um, and oh, fuck. When, the deadline's the 21st? Yep. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, so that's good. All right. Well, uh, Nick, do you have a sponsor today? You haven't been very reliable on sponsors lately. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, do, your, do your job, your marketing job. Market us. Okay. You're like an NHL ref. You're not doing your job. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing a fine job. I get paid six figures to do nothing, so... Just like an NHL ref would say. Just kidding. <laughs> mm, yeah, this sponsor is brought to you by Snow. Boom. I don't know. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> suck. There's, no, <laughs> there's, you know, there's no sponsor. I mean, we'll figure it out. They're in lockout right now, just like baseball was for a hundred days. Yay, oh. baseball's back. Yay. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, okay, since a Yankee. Yeah, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Breaking news, I hate it. <laughs> Even though, yeah. Life. yeah. All right, well, that's the show. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs>